Paradise Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, we're going to talk Brittany, a baby Brandon, possibly. We'll talk to Low Cash. They're coming to Deadwood. Also, the Easter Bunny. Where can we find him here in the Black Hills? Plus, Gilbert Gottfried and so much more. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and some stars. Follow us on Facebook. Just look for The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. And especially on TikTok, The Roadhouse Show. Bounce from the Roadhouse! It's time for a health adventure update with Amy and Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> How's it going for you? How you feeling? Uh, really good. I feel really good. Yesterday went into the old chiropractor, Dr. Chantel. Uh, she really cracks me up. And and I can feel a difference. Like even when she's adjusting me, she's like, Whoa, your hip was way out of place. Your hip dysplasia, it's really kicking in, you know. But I just feel like I feel better. I used to go in there and I literally like I felt like I was hobbling in, but now I just have a, a lot more strut in my walk. Maybe I'm not sure. I just I'm starting to feel better. Me too. And so that's that's the biggest notice I've got so far. I don't really feel like my clothes are fitting different or nothing. But yeah, what about you? I feel different in my clothes. Do you? Just a few minutes ago, I was sitting here and I'm like, my pants aren't hurting me. <laughs> But I am feeling better. I feel like I have more balance. I just feel stronger overall. Like when I go work out, I'm adding more weights and I'm yeah. feeling more confident. In the beginning, gosh, it's it's so crazy to compare how I felt in the beginning. Just scared and and nervous about even going into a gym. And right. now I'm like looking forward to it every same, day. Same. Uh, I can't imagine my day without it. Like I, it's a part of my mental health, my physical health. Like I need it. I need it. The, the release the sweat, the everything about it, I'm like, yes, let's go do something physical, you know, and it and it does make me feel better. I noticed in the last workout that I was sweating more and I've been waiting for that whoosh moment and I'm starting to feel the swelling on my body finally coming off. It nice. was like holding on for dear life. Yeah. Like I can see it in my hands and I was washing my face and I was like, some of my face is gone, you know? Yeah. And it's it's just a good feeling overall. In the diet I'm starting to eat healthier, and I like putting healthy things in my body now. It like yep. makes me feel good to put it in there because I know it's good for me. It, it really it just feels great. It, I agree with you, and, and I think you, you get out what you put in. That can go into anything in life, right? And especially your body. Really, it's you start at the base. What you put in junk, well, it's what you're going to feel like, and that's what you're going to get out. But you put in good, healthy food, then you're going to get a healthy body, you know. Yeah. And and I guess truth is in the pudding. Yeah. Wait, I don't eat pudding. Is it healthy pudding? Truth is in the carrot. There's a woman on TikTok who's a divorce lawyer. She's been doing what she does for 13 years, and she posted a video, and she's catching all kinds of heat about it because she claims there's certain jobs that you should avoid in a spouse because they lead to messy divorces. Okay. So the jobs women should avoid in a spouse are, all have to do with men who tend to be more narcissistic and controlling, she says. Huh. And you're never going to believe it. Pilots, surgeons, firemen, cops, and members of the military. Oh, I totally believe it. You do? Oh, yeah. Explain. Well, every one of those people are people who are in charge of extreme things. And also, like if you're in the military, you're not really in charge of yourself. The military controls you, so... You have to go be a boss, but you also have a really serious boss ahead of you, right? You can't just quit your job if you're in the military. You kind of can if you're a cop or a firefighter, but nobody wants to, right? right? Those are jobs you care about, and you have 
serious ranking officers and certain things you have to follow, a structure that you have to do. And then you come home and it's like, hey, how was your day, sweetheart? Would you mind taking out the trash? You but know, why like, would it lead to a messy divorce? Well, because... That's her point. Oh, it's just the messiness of the divorce? Yeah. Oh, I thought it just led to straight up just a divorce. But just messy? Yeah. Oh, well then, I don't know, because, you know, they have good connections. Maybe all the lives they've saved, they they think highly of themselves, and so they believe yeah. that they should, you know, get everything. Everybody I've ever met, not everybody, but a lot, high percentage of the people I've met in those career fields that you listed, a pilot, all the way on down to military... They're, and I don't mean this as a bad way, but they're very full of themselves, right? <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but that's probably why. Like you just said, they're very confident in themselves. And they should be. They're in Absolutely. very yeah. extreme roles. You know what I mean? That's probably why I'm not a pilot. Because I'm like, hey, we might get to <laughs> Vegas. So those are the jobs that women should look out for. Okay, But what about the other way around? Yeah. There's only one. There was five for the women to look out for. The men only have one to look out for. I see why she's catching some heat. Yeah. She's some bullets. And and it's a stay-at-home mom. What? Yeah. She claims that stay-at-home moms tend to go for broke in a divorce because they're worried about the kids and know their own financial security is at risk, obviously. Yeah. They can't afford to take care of themselves, so then they go for the money. They don't want to have to go to work. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no. I want a free. I want free rent. That's what I was getting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all I had to do was your laundry and buy your groceries and take care of the kids. I'm not gonna go pay for my own rent. You think that's all a stay-at-home mom does? No, no. They, they also vacuum and oh they my also gosh. do the <laughs> meal prepping. You know, <laughs> but like she's getting shoulders. trolled so bad for these two videos that on her last one she said, "This might be my last TikTok post." Well, <laughs> people are being so mean to her. Well, because, you know, they're pointing out the people are being mean because they're like they're mad because she pointed out the obvious and then that hurt their feelings. Yeah. Do you know who I think anybody should avoid marrying? Who's that? A divorce lawyer. Yeah. So tonight's the night. Yeah, it's going down for real. I can't wait to watch it because I hope Hoos makes it through. I think they should. I mean, South Dakota is totally behind them right before they made their debut where people even from North Dakota and Wyoming and Nebraska were all rallying behind Judd Hoos. So it's like they're a really big band in our area. I feel like they should, but it's it's so hard to tell. And yeah. I guess that's what makes it so interesting to watch. I'm sure those guys are like gut-wrenching, like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen? Last week on the show, I was shocked to see how low the jury put them on that list. Yeah. I was like, wow, because that that island guy yeah and his song was just horrible it I, was horrible. i fast forwarded through it i, I mean horrible is a pretty strong word i don't use it very often but it it, it was, was it was right down there but i i definitely thought theirs was much better than that one and a lot better than some of the other songs like jewels not to call her out i mean what's up jewel because i know she's a big fan some of those it's just it wasn't that good i thought theirs were better but hey fingers crossed tonight that hopefully south dakota and maybe some neighboring states pulled through Mm -hmm. with tons of votes for them otherwise rigged election rigged i remember when i was a kid you got to go and meet the easter bunny and get a picture kind of like santa and we can't find anywhere in town where you can go see the darn easter bunny no i mean how are my kids however they're teenagers but i can't imagine them going a year without getting a picture with the easter bunny yeah what's going on with this has the easter bunny been canceled 
Are Easter bunnies naughty now? Because we did read a story about the Easter bunny getting tased in <laughs> Chicago. Yeah. They chased it around the mall. Like I don't. It doesn't say what the Easter bunny did, but <laughs> well, maybe words getting around and people don't like the Easter bunny. Probably anymore. dropping too many jello beans off. You know, <laughs> yeah. maybe too many, uh, too many licorice flavored yeah. jelly beans. Mm-mm. Or he's feeding the kids all the booger and earwax flavored ones instead of the real ones. You know, <laughs> from that game. Yeah. Have you ever played that game? I have, and I've lucked out every time. So I don't know. I haven't had a bad one. Uh, the worst one would be popcorn. And it wasn't that bad. It just, I wasn't expecting it. You know, you're expecting cherry or something. And then you're like, it tastes exactly like buttered popcorn. (laughs) There's a a little game you can get with jelly beans. They look the same, but some of them are good. Some of them taste like barf and boogers and things like that. I've played it before and I got lucky. Yeah, I got lucky as well. I think I got like a bubblegum one. So Sometimes you play it just trying to see, are there really nasty ones in here? Light bulb, Brandon. Light bulb's going off. We need need to do that. Yeah, we we do. Let's make a video and play that game. That's what it is. We need to find it. (laughs) That's awesome. That'll be fun. We also need to find the Easter Bunny because, you know, I got a five-year-old that wants to meet the Easter Bunny. He keeps asking me what he looks like. Every time we see a rabbit bouncing across the road, he's like, is that the Easter Bunny? I think he's been canceled, to be honest. Yeah, maybe. So we've tried the Rushmore Mall. We've tried Main Street Square. What about Cabela's? Because I take my son there to get his picture with Santa. Let's go. For Coop's pickup. Customer service, may I help you? Uh, hi, this is Amy and Brandon from the Roadhouse for with Home Slice Media. And we're trying yes, to ma'am? we're trying to track down the Easter Bunny. We can't find him at the mall. We can't find him at Main Street Square. And we know you do Santa at Christmas time. Are you having the Easter Bunny? We do. He is not here today. Okay. When's he going to be there? He will be here on Thursday. Ooh. Okay. For just Four o'clock. One, for just one day or? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sweet. Right on, right on. Do we have to go online, schedule an appointment, or is it kind of first come, first serve? It's a little bit of both. It'd be easier to go online and reserve a spot. Okay. Right on. Is it free or does it cost money? Nope, it's free. Okay. Does does the Easter we do bu- sell packages, but you do get a free portrait. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. And is it kind of like the Santa's workshop? Do they have like arts and crafts and things like we that? We do have some crafts that my boss lady up here is putting together. Some to decorate the front end. Oh, thank you, boss lady. Yeah. Do you know? Does this Easter Bunny have you worked with him before? Is he pretty friendly? Um, he's very friendly. Does, does he? Pets are encouraged. Does he talk? Uh, no. Oh, bunnies yeah. don't talk. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, we know. We we're just making sure others knew too. Yeah. I mean, some oh, people sure. speak bunny, so. Yeah. I don't know. Of I, course. If I wiggle my nose and I've got some big old buck teeth, we pretty much <laughs> could communicate. <laughs> uh, right. There you go. <laughs> Maybe if I bring him some lettuce, yeah, he'll say something. There you go. If she brought lettuce, do you think he'd let us in for free? <laughs> <laughs> he probably dumb. would. That was dumb. Oh, Is his name Peter Cottontail? Um, it depends on the day, but most of the time, yes. Does he go hopping down the he bunny trail? Much, it depends on the day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we'll we'll quit messing with you. We know this is a hairy situation. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. <laughs> is it okay if we play your voice on the air? You certainly may. Oh yes. All right. Well, we love you. What's your name? My name is Troy. T-R-O-I. Troy, thank you very much for your 
service at Cabela's. Thank you for calling. We love you, Troy. Love you, too. Happy Easter. You as well. I know you are, like, extremely entertained by Britney Spears and her Instagram account. Well, Because she's half naked most of the time. Yeah. And Brandon was just sharing some of the photos with me, Uh showing me her Instagram. And she looks great. She's 40 years old. She looks fantastic. I would love to be Britney for a day. Mom. Because in her photos, she's on like this private island somewhere, and she's just rolling around in the sand and the sun. Naked. Yeah, she took her top off. I mean, (laughs) hey. What, you know, what freedom she must feel just to let loose like that. Wouldn't you love to do that for a day? Yeah. I mean, yes, I would. It's just so weird. You know what I mean? Why is it it weird? Okay, let's, uh, looking, her enjoying herself and doing that, not weird. What's weird is there's somebody on the other end of the camera, or she has told somebody, film me while I roll around like a dog on the beach. True. Topless. Maybe like her assistant I'm or something? Put it on my Insta. Yeah, it's her assistant, her boyfriend, fiance. Husband. Husband, whatever in the heck is going on. And, you know, it's stuff like that. That's the part that weirds me out. It's the backstory that led to what we're seeing. Why? You know what I mean? Like, I guess that's that's the part where I'm weirded out. If you got to flaunt it, right? Oh, yeah, and she's definitely got it. You'd never guess she was 40 if you didn't know that she's been in the headlines for 30 years. Yeah. You Because know? no. when you turn 40, things start to fall. And hers didn't. Yeah. Now, I don't know what kind of work she's had perky. done. I don't, yeah. I don't know what kind of work, but it doesn't look like that. It looks very natural. It doesn't look, nothing looks fake. She's, you know, yeah. but she does have that little look on her face like cuckoo, you know, like, crazy. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? <laughs> yeah, I'd eat her Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> Hey, what's for breakfast, baby? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And she's also claiming that she's pregnant right now. Why not? Shoot. I mean, you mess with the bull, you get the horn. You yeah. Know? Her husband was like, no, you just got the food belly because they were on vacation. <laughs> food belly? Yeah. And she's like, um, I'm going to go take a test. She took a test and it was positive. So Dope. there could be another Brittany. And this will be the third child of hers. <laughs> so. Oh, boy. Yeah. Should be. Should be interesting. So maybe she's pregnant. We don't know what to believe. Yeah. I guess if it's a food baby, we'll know. Oops, I did it again. You know? She's got me entertained. You showed me your Instagram. Now I got to go follow it. Yeah, you should. It's it's, uh, it's something. Did you shop at Kmart when it was still here? Oh, yeah. You did? All the time. I never went in there. It was like one of the greatest stores ever. One, I hate Walmart. Two, it wasn't Walmart. And three... It had also combined with, like, Sears, and so you could go in there and get tools, hunting stuff, fishing stuff. They also had a really nice NFL section where you really? could get jerseys and all, like, socks and mugs and blah, blah, blah. They don't, it, was, it was like nobody knew about it, but it was fairly inexpensive stuff. Huh. So it was great for, like, holidays and stuff if you want to little side gifts, you know, cheap shirts for stocking stuffers or socks or something. You know what I mean? I'd always go there. I that think was my I, place. I remember going into Kmart, but it was like because I couldn't find something at Walmart. <laughs> so I'm oh, like, really? oh, maybe Kmart will have it. Oh, absolutely hate Walmart. And so why, I mean, why do you hate Walmart so much? Because it's just so much. There's so many people and so many things. I just, it gets too much. It's overload. Wow, it's overload. I don't like it. So I like Kmart, especially when they throw the blue light splash special on. It was like everybody would race over to the blue light. What is that? Special. Oh, my gosh. You don't know what a blue light special is? No. They flick on a light that's blue, <laughs> and then everybody runs there, and there. it's like huge discounts, you know, limited time offers. 
life-changing moments. You can get sheets for cents on the dollar. It was the greatest thing ever. What Were the products good? Oh, yeah, they were. We're talking like primo stuff, like whatever thread count you're looking for. They got it. <laughs> <clears throat> well, another Kmart just closed. Yeah. Now there's only three left in the country. It's a sad day in America. It might be like the next Blockbuster. I'm pretty sure it is. Because yeah. there's one Blockbuster left, there, right? There is. Or did it close finally? Where? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if there's a Blockbuster around in the world <laughs> anymore. Well, now only three Kmarts. So, like, do they have, like, a warehouse where they stock these stores? They're like, oh, <laughs> do they have, like, one truck driver? I don't know. Yeah, poor fella. He's like, I got to hit my three Kmarts this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like the, the coolest truck driver around yeah. because he only works, like, once a week. Yeah, he's like the guy. He's like kind of like the Santa Claus of Kmarts. Yeah. He comes through and delivers all the Kmart goodies to all the good Kmart stores and girls and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel sad for the people that are losing their jobs, but yeah. I do have a good Kmart joke. Oh? What do the birds say when they fly over Kmart? What? Cheep, 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 cheep. <laughs> Attention, Kmart shopper. All one of you, we're down to our last three Kmart locations, so please buy something. Our store is pretty empty, but we do have one George Foreman grill and an old Barbie that fell under a shelf and had been sitting there since 1996. I don't want to work at Amazon! <laughs> we have a up in aisle six of my tears! <laughs> I just overheard Brandon talking to a medical professional on the phone, and I think I heard a conversation I was not supposed to hear. And I'm just going to come right out and ask you right now. What? Are you and Megan trying to have a baby? Well, possibly. One of the gifts I was given by the old wife was a vasectomy. And it was a pleasant gift. I mean, it was a little nutty. But now I am working on trying to re-hook up some loose nuts, you know, and so... We'll see. You know, Megan doesn't have any kids. I've obviously got the two. We'll, we'll see. I think I'm meeting up with a urologist is the phone call you just. <laughs> so what what happens? What do you have to do? I don't know. I don't I won't know anything until I meet up with the urologist. Reverse vasectomy <laughs> is a possibility. We're going to talk about options. OK, reverse vasectomy in vitro fertile. I think they can go in there and extract said, you know, things from my stuff to put it into her stuff. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what all the other options are. I truly don't. Financially, what can we afford? What will insurance cover? Probably nothing. I don't think it covers any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, the lady on the phone said there's a possibility that it will cover Oh, some. really? So, but I don't know. Those are all the things that we're going to talk about, you know? We'll I see. I want to cry. I don't know why, but I mean, hey. Because a little baby Brandon and Megan. I want to cry too because I have no desire to ever carry another diaper bag in my life. Well, you're going to, and no. I'm excited. No, I told her you were pretty much going to be solo mom in this. All right, I'll be... Uh, I'm going to run amok. You and the baby, just do your thing. No. All right? I'll be back when I get back. I am so excited about this. I, I don't know if excitement is where I'm at, but hey, if it means, you know, we get to try, then yeah, I'm in. Wow. It's going to happen. It's going to happen right away, too. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe. Hope so. That's how it worked the last couple of times. TMI. Baby names. You know, when you're getting ready to have a baby, you have a list, don't you? Oh, yeah. When you had your kids, did you have like a list and then you kind of narrowed it down? Not really. Actually, me and the old wife pretty much kind of knew. 
You just knew what you wanted. You had it like when you first met, you're like, when we have babies, this is what we're going to name them. Uh, no, it wasn't like that. I think we both, when we both put out our, like our top, I really want something that sounds like this or this, that we both were like, that's perfect. Do you know what you're going to name your next one? Yeah. What is it? Junior. Junior? Junior. Oh, really? Does Megan know? No. Buford T. Justice Jr. is the first name. Okay. But Buford T. Justice is the middle name. Well, did you know that rich people spend money to name their children? Really? Yeah. Maybe you could hire this chick. There's a 33-year-old woman in New York. Her name is Taylor Humphrey. She calls herself a professional baby namer, and she charges up to ten grand to name your baby. I think I'm in the wrong career field. No kidding. Do you I'll, know how many babies you could name in a day? I'll just come up with stupid stuff. I mean, sure. Blue Ivy. She doesn't have <laughs> she doesn't have any kids herself. She just names other people's kids. She also worked as a matchmaker in the past, but she's been working in the baby naming business since 2015. Do you blame her? Ten thousand grand a baby. No kidding. Dropping names. I mean, that's <laughs> I'll be honest though. Her work, if she has anything to do with some of these baby names that are coming out. That's crazy to think that she just sold that name for ten grand. Yeah. That's what blows my mind, you know? Like, we could come up with 45 names in the next five minutes. Oh, yeah. Easily. Larry, Sam, George. Well, those are already been Franny. given. Those have already been given. We got to come up with fresh new names. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Beard. Nobody's ever been named Beard. No. Yeah. Go with Beard. Eyelash. Nostril. Chunny. Cowboy. Petrie. Chair. There you go. See? How much money was that? Limsty. <laughs> Call him Lemmy for short. Hopefully he's skinny. Jug. Brandon, we just named your next six children. Yeah. No. I hope I don't have six more. It's Roadhouse Mailbag. Let's reach in that thing. <laughs> so the other day we had somebody send us an open mic question. And we mm-hmm. thought we would use this today. How important is money to you in a relationship? So any thoughts on that one? I think... Uh, it's a tough line to walk right there's a lot of people out there that are obviously money driven my old wife is money driven it's all about money when i first started dating her she had a sign in her room should have been a sign it said money can't buy you happiness but it can or something like that yeah and it is like yeah i i think it's a big part but i don't think it should be the only reason you're in the relationship i don't I think money is important, of course, because you can't survive without it. You know, if you meet somebody and they don't have a job, that's definitely going to turn me off. Right. They could have a bunch of money in the bank, but if they don't have a job, just to turn off. Don't be lazy. So that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, Yeah, they got to be able to carry themselves. That's the thing. Here's your half of the bills. If you can cover that, let's uh, see what love brings. Yeah. Netflix and chill is fine. If you can't pay for the Netflix, then I'll be chilling by myself. Of course, the the phone line's flashing a little bit. We've got some open mics coming in, so we'll check those out, and we'll be back. How important is money to you in a relationship? That is our mailbag question today. How do you feel about it? Uh, we got an open mic here. It's, it's important. It's important. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Here's another one. It's everything. If you don't have any money, then, you know, it's just, what? what's the point? Wow, way to be honest. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie, like, it's kind of important, but you don't have to have a lot of money, but at least have a plan to work toward getting money. 
Yes, I 100% agree with that. Yeah, I mean, okay, look, if they're in between jobs or they're broke currently, but they have a goal in mind or something they're working towards, okay, fine, I could see that. I'm not going to lie. Like, if you meet somebody and you're attracted to them and you you really like them, and then later on you find out they have money, you're like, yeah, like, let's let's travel, let's go around the world. Oh, yeah, that's the dream. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty hot. Yeah, it is, but it shouldn't make or break your relationship. Oh, no. However, the opposite. What if you find a guy, he pretends like he has money, and then you find out he, he actually don't? No, I wouldn't care. I mean, you know, but you're madly in love with him, and he's like, I don't actually have a job, but I do have $20,000 in debt. Could you help me? <laughs> Let's go make money together. But, you know, the debt thing, now that you bring that up, that's not sexy. No, 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 having a lot of debt, but it happens, right? And I suppose it depends on what age of your life you're in. Like, are you 18 dating? Are you 22, 25, 30, 40 dating? People are going to have debt, you know, the older you get. They might have a nice pickup or a nice car or, or a home. And those are okay debt, right? But what if he's got a bunch of credit cards? He's like, yeah. And what if maybe the other person has money and they can just pay it off for him? They live happily ever after. That might be a thing. Hopefully they find each other. And there you have it. After all of this, it turns out money is important in a relationship. (laughs) Seems like most people think so anyways, but to a certain extent. If you have a mailbag question for us, you can voicemail or text 605-389-3456. Hello, the Roadhouse. Hey, hey, is Amy and Brandon there? Well, yes, we are. This is us. All right. This is Locat. Hey, Chris and Preston, how you doing? Are you both on the phone? This is Preston. And I'm Chris. Okay. Well, you guys sound alike. You guys sound alike, too. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we get that a lot. Yep. We look alike, too. Yeah. <laughs> we both have beards. Yeah. So April How 16th, huh? Yeah. We've never played there. We we played Sturgis, which is kind of in the area, but we've never played Deadwood, so we're, we're fired up to get up there. Uh, we want to get to know you guys a little bit. So my question for okay, you okay. is, what do you do in your spare time when you're not touring? Um baseball games it's, it's, it's mlb time so i'm usually taking my kids to a race game or lightning game if not i'm watching netflix, <laughs> netflix. and chill if you know what i mean yeah i'm, I'm kind of doing the same thing my little boy just started baseball so i'm the new dad in the stands that's uh fired up and having fun with that and then uh you know, just uh, we homeschool my daughter, so I'm kind of back in school again. It's weird. I'm learning things I'm, and, and how they've changed mathematics on me, and I'm not ready for all this. The new math. Yeah. Yes, it's a nightmare. So I read online uh, you guys kind of came up with the name Low Cash to reflect your mentality that life was more about, you know, life rather than just your bank account. But can you elaborate a little more on the name Low Cash? Yeah, I think it's just remember where you came from, and it kind of keeps us staying humble. You know, I mean, we have a – it's a nice roof over my head. Like, I, I grew up in a very small, you know, house, and it's not – my house is not a mansion, but to me it's, it's a mansion from what I grew up in. And it's just realizing you look up and you have a ceiling. I mean, Preston and I both – we've lived in cars. You know, we've been evicted. We've been repoed. All the good stuff. And uh, so we we take, we don't take life for granted. And I think that's all about low cash, man. It, it does keep us humble. Okay, so you get your superstars. You get to tour around and and be around all these famous people. Who's the coolest person you've ever met? Uh, I would say probably Garth. He, Chris, first of all, has like um, a man crush on Garth. Are, are we doing? 
know? Are we doing this right now? But I'll leave that alone. I'll leave that alone. And the I appreciate it. I do love me some Garth, all right? I do. Um, but, uh, you know, one day, one day Garth wanted to talk to us, and we said hi and started sharing some stories. And he just had some really cool stories about the first songs that he ever wrote and when he moved to town, and he related it to our career. And um, just some really insightful advice for us and took the time to do that i mean he's a mega worldwide superstar he doesn't yeah, our, our career is almost as like his almost it's real close, <laughs> real close. <laughs> yeah so it, it was just really uh i think that was one of the coolest um you know and then we wrote a number one song for uh keith urban and he was a class act as well and so um those those are big lessons for us is it wrong to me that i want to meet your governor no no i want to meet her too I want to meet Chrissy. I want to meet her. I think she's absolutely fantastic and amazing. Yeah. And I want to meet her. Let's invite her to the show. Let's invite her to the okay, show. Okay, maybe invite her turkey hunting. We're maybe, going turkey hunting in Deadwood. Maybe we can pull some strings. She will. <laughs> she will turkey hunt. There's no doubt she will. Yes, yeah, she we're, will. We're going to turkey hunt before the show on on Saturday. And so, if, if, all right, Governor, if you want to come with us, let's go. We'll call it the Governor's Hunt. Let's go. We're going to put her on the guest list. You know what? We're even going to give her VIP. Oh my gosh, she could come backstage. If we can get Christy Gnome to come to your show, do we get to come with her? Absolutely, yeah. do. Fear is on us. Fear is on us, guys. That would be badass. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a little break. We're going to give away some low cash tickets. We're going to keep the boys on the phone because we're having a little bit of fun with these guys. They're pretty cool. April sixteenth. If you want to see him at the Deadwood Mountain Grand, all you got to do is text in. Low cash, L O C A S H, one word. We got our buddies Low Cash on the phone with us right now, and we're talking about Chris's crush on Christy Nome. I met Christy Nome. She's one of the few people that you see on TV or social media, and then you meet them in person. They're actually better looking in person than you see on TV. I, sw- I swear to you. I'm not going to lie. Chris has a crush on this governor. <laughs> She's pretty, but her intellect is. Even oh boy! <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. I didn't know. I thought this was about. I thought this was about political platforms, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> she's a model. Yeah, <laughs> she's gorgeous. That's what it is. Oh boy, she's super cool. We're going after some South Dakota Merriam turkeys on Saturday. Heck yeah. yeah! She she will not only kill a turkey, she'll pluck it and cook it. Yes, she will. And ride it <laughs> on a horse. <laughs> That's what I'm plucking, talking about. <laughs> so, how did you guys meet? Uh, we met at the Wild Horse, the big nightclub in Nashville, and uh, Chris was the DJ, and I went in there and met him, and uh, you know, he introduced himself to me, and then offered me a job, um, and we started working together, and that led to touring together and writing songs together, and you know, kicking off Low Cash, and here we are. Well, That's cool. When so when was that? Like, how long ago was it? What 2015? Yeah, it's like 1927. Yeah, it feels like. Well, yeah, I think. <laughs> to so. be honest, that was uh, that was back in the early 2000s. I I want to say 2002. Yeah. Wow, that's when I was in Nashville. Yep. There cool. you go. You may have seen it. I probably did. Uh-oh. We were the two guys that looked like like The Rock running around <laughs> like teenagers. <laughs> you do not look like The Rock. That was another subliminal message to your governor from Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking around looking like Christy Nome. I guess I look more like a young Charlie Daniels, so I, can, I got nothing to... I'm just a chubby bearded guy. I got nothing. Hey, I ain't far behind you, boss. 
So did you guys play sports growing up? You're both into baseball. Yes, I played baseball and football and um, anything I could get you know, to play. But yeah, baseball for about 17, 18 years and uh, football for about 14. So definitely uh, love the athleticism and the, and the sports agencies. We're actually working on a couple. We're actually going to have our own sports agency soon. So yeah, I actually played the field, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Another one for Christy Nome. No. <laughs> Probably driving all by herself to the show right now. She's like, I'm going. Looking her up while we do. Hey, you guys got a new Beach Boys album. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so the song Beach Boys has the Beach Boys on it. Mike Love and Bruce Johnson and Stamos from the drums, too, which is fantastic. But um, they, we wrote the song called Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. And we thought, you know, we put the I get around in it. I get around, round, get around. But we yep. changed it a little bit to make it more of a drinking song. So we had to get it approved by Brian and Mike, you know, the, the two big dogs of um, the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. Sent it to them. It took about three months. They absolutely loved the song. Mike calls Preston. Next thing you know, Mike says, we need to be on it. We need to put the Beach Boys harmonies on it. Yeah. And so we had our version come out. So now the new Beach Boys version is out now. That's so cool. I mean, yeah, they're amazing. The Beach Boys are awesome. Uh, that kind of music, it was just, it was kind of like before a, a genre. I mean, they have their own genre, but it was, everybody loved the Beach Boys, you know, just good music. We look forward to seeing you guys April 16th. Oh, it's going to yeah. be a blast. Beers with the governor. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I just Googled, guys, I just Googled your governor, and now I see, uh, my Chris love her political views. Yep. Now <laughs> I see it. Yep, exactly. We can't wait. You boys travel safe and, and be good, and uh, good luck turkey hunting. If we don't see you then, we'll see you at the show. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for doing this and helping us uh, promote the show. No problem. You guys can call us anytime. You guys are fun. It's like we've known you forever. That's right. right. We're, we're <laughs> telling you, we're going to be running mates for the presidency when she runs for president. And who knows? You might be the station. We'll just be those house bands. It's a real good All one. right. Well, we'll see Okay. We love you guys. Okay. Love y'all. y'all, too. See ya. Aw. All right, bye. See ya. We remember 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. the reason Kim Kardashian is famous was for her sex tape. Just like Paris Hilton. We wouldn't even know who those people are if it weren't for their sex tapes. I'm really bummed because I've still never seen it. (laughs) Really? Yeah. You can find it anywhere. I gotta go look. But ever since she started having kids... People have been saying, just wait until they're old enough to use the internet. Mm -hmm. Well, that time has arrived. Oh, really? Because on the first episode of The Kardashians on Hulu, if you've watched it, you know what we're about to say. We learn that her five-year-old son, Saint, has seen an ad for her sex tape while playing the video game Roblox. Oh, yeah, sure. So you could see a part of it there, Brandon, if you wanted to. Just go play Roblox. Oh, wait a minute. And that freaks me out because my son plays Roblox. What? How? I'm so confused. Why would a advertisement for a sex tape show up on a little kid's game? Exactly. I don't. I find this very hard to believe. Like, what site are you actually on? What kind of cookies are you picking up on your computer? That that's what I've never seen the advertisement in the 20 years of my life, and I've been on some pretty sketchy websites. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be checking out my son's video game Roblox as soon as I get home. <laughs> I guess at five, do you even notice it? I mean, for him, he does because he's like, hey, that's mommy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, that looks like mommy's butt, you know? Well, she's going to be suing 
So she'll get rid of her advertisement. But what what about all the other freaky advertisements? If they're playing that, what else are they playing, you know? Yeah, I hope my tape doesn't make it on there. <laughs> yeah. But she talks about this on her show. So now everybody's going to be talking about her sex tape. All of her kids are going to know about it. Mm-hmm. She should just talk to them about it. Yeah, you got to bring it up. Be like, look, about 20 years ago, before you were made, um, the whole bees and the birds and all that stuff talk, I was in a tape, all right? And it kind of brought us to where we are today, that we have all this big house and everything. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, can't be mad. Why? She wants it to blow up. If she's talking about it on yeah. her show, on her show, yeah. why didn't they just keep it private? Yep, you would have thought. See, they just, they're a glutton for punishment. They know what pays. Like, she's been running from this the past 20 years, and now she's bringing it back up. She's going to live relive this nightmare all over again. Maybe it's the beginning of the end. Last night, Douglas and I were watching The Masked Singer on our DVR. We had recorded yeah. it. Yeah. And one of the singers played a little clue after he performed, and it was Gilbert Gottfried. And Aww. I was like, oh, I totally, you know, haven't heard anything about him for a long time. Yeah. And then I go on my phone and I see that he's passed away. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Of course, the show was filmed probably months ago. Right. But yeah, he died after a battle with a form of muscular dystrophy. I, had, I It's just so sad because you, you see his face and then you see that on your phone. It's like yeah. he was only 67 years old. Yeah, he's really not that old. And, and especially for our age group, anybody in probably their 30s and 40s, is it's like he he was a huge part of, of growing up. He was in a lot of kid movies, Aladdin. I mean, the li- I don't even know where the list ends. It goes on forever. He was yeah. in a lot of things. He's a legendary comedian. He's the parrot, like you said, on Aladdin. Also the original voice of the Aflac Duck. He was also in tons of movies. You should look him up. We should just binge watch everything that Gilbert Gottfried was in. But you know how, like, when you binge watch stuff, you kind of end up talking like the people? I wouldn't want to talk like Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, my God. It's the Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. Hi, you schmucks. No, no, a thousand times. No. Boy, Jafar's going to be happy to see you. I did no preparation. I just went in and had fun with it. When she heard that Phileas Fogg had done it in 80 days, journalist Nellie Bly beat him by doing it in 72 days. What did she do? Get through to the cable company. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, why do I keep having these silent farts? What's wrong with me? And the doctor goes, well, first of all, you're going deaf. It's Prank Call Friday. We prank call somebody every Friday. Today, it looks like Matt Foley's going to be giving Eisman Holmes a call. Eisman Holmes, this is Shane. Uh, yeah. Hey there, Shane. This is Matt. Uh, it's calling because uh, you guys got the place down there on 44, yeah? Yeah, that's correct. Hey, that's awesome because I had a cool idea. I got a buddy getting married, and we're going to do a bachelor party. What if we rented one of your houses for, like, a night and came in and had a party? Um, probably not. <laughs> no, I mean, it wouldn't be. I mean, like, we totally pick up after ourselves. See, none of us really want to have the party at our house. We get them in there, people see this house, and they're like, wow, this place is beautiful. Maybe they want to buy it, you know? Could have 10 to 100 people in there. and Yeah, that sounds great, but... 
<laughs> you know, you guys are invited. You sound kind of fun. Shane, are you single? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> it's so uh, maybe you could invite your wife anyway, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can have ourselves a party. Now, we'll pick up mostly after ourselves. You know, I doubt there'll be any stains or anything. Things probably won't get out of hand. But we do need a room, one with a big living room, because we're having a live band. We're going to bring in a band and plug in the power. Can I have a good little party? You know, pretty yeah. low-key, nothing crazy crazy. But uh, Probably going to have to say no to that. Do you guys have insurance on those homes? Uh, not enough to, to take care of a party, that's for sure. It would be so much fun, Shane. What kind of music are you into? <laughs> uh, a little bit of 80s and 90s rock. That's funny, because that's the band we're bringing in. That's what I, they play. I bet it is. What uh, kind of music is your wife into? Same thing. Right, hey, that'll be perfect. What if we got, like, a bus that you're driving and you left the wife at the party? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is Amy and Brandon from the Roadhouse. We prank call every Friday, and we decided to call you guys because you guys are so awesome. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Since it's a no on the house party, maybe sometime we'll just come down and take a look at a house sometime. There you go. That'd be even better. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Shane. You have a good day. Yeah, you too. Thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Did you know that Ben Affleck proposed to Jennifer Lopez while she was in the bathtub? Uh, No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, listen. It was totally unexpected. My love came in. Ben came in, and he got down on one knee, and he said some things that I'll never forget. What did he say? Right. <laughs> She's in the bathtub. That I'll never forget. You either marry me or your life is over. Share what he said. Then he pulled out a ring and he said, will you marry me? And it was the most perfect moment. Because he's so lucky. It's not often you get a second chance at true love. We feel very lucky. I love you. I love you too. First of all, the smacking of the lips so while they're like getting ready to go kiss Makes me kind of want to vomit. Reminds me of The Bachelor a little bit. Sounds like they're still in the bathroom. I want to see her in a tub. (laughs) Why? (laughs) You know, because it's J-Lo. Jennifer Lopez shared that Ben Affleck proposed while she was enjoying a bubble bath. Let's let's be honest. Would you be happy if Douglas would have proposed to you where you're trying to just, you're trying to like, you know, bring her down a little bit, sit in a tub. You might be kind of thinking to yourself, questioning the relationship, thinking about life in general, and then the dude barges in and gets down on a knee and totally ruins your bubble bath. Would you be happy about that? Did After it was all over, she was was she like, okay, I'll be out in a minute. You know, yeah. and she like enjoyed like 30 more minutes of her bath. No. Or did she have to get out and like well, go celebrate? Point, he's ruined the tub. True. In my in my mind as a Did man, he get in the bathtub? In my mind as a man, either I'm getting in to hug her or she's getting out, and there's some things going down because she's enjoying a bubble bath. She's already ready. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at. But I don't know how their situation went down. He said some things she'll never forget. <laughs> there's some things that we'll just never know, Brandon. <laughs> we finally have them here. We have Judd Hoos on the phone. Well, part of them. Hey guys. Hi. Okay. First, I have to ask. Because we were supposed to talk to you Tuesday morning. And you guys went out and partied after the show Monday night. 
You guys Thank over. You. I got a message that you guys overslept, and Shay's like, "I can't, I can't get anybody to answer their phone." Blah blah blah. And I know you guys were supposed to be on an airplane that morning. The big question is, <laughs> did you miss your flight? <laughs> uh, luckily, we did not. Oh. Um, they, they, they know. Uh, they know what a rock band does the night before they're supposed to leave. So they gave us plenty of room of time and uh to get to to get to lax we were like an hour and a half away from the airport so (laughs) luckily the we got to take little naps on the way to the airport nice (laughs) oh that's so funny just to be in your shoes you know oh my gosh i bet you guys Um, had a blast so how did did you guys party the night before what did you do did who'd you hang out with well, we, we we got together with all the artists, and we were, like, in a unique position being on the episode that we were because um, how they how they were doing it was all the artists stay in the same hotel, but they're shuffled through. But when we were there, the episode one and episode two were there for results and then getting ready to go on for their performances. And so we kind of got to meet everyone part of the show so on monday night we got to party with everyone that was that that had gotten back from the show or that were waiting to go on the show for the next week and so um they got a computer set up in the lobby and we got to watch the show all together but it was kind of fun because everyone started rolling in who had just went to the studio and filmed the show and then because in california it didn't air till eight o'clock but you shoot it at like five, five o'clock. So it was fun. I remember one of the girls, she was walking in and she was like, Ooh, do you guys want to know how it ends? <laughs> oh, no way. That's yeah, funny. it was, it was super fun, but that, that was the best part of the whole thing was just getting to hang out with all the other artists and, uh, and meet them. And we even wrote a song with, uh, uh, Ale from Florida, oh, wow. which we're going to release this summer. And, um, so a lot of good collaborations and connections that we got to, to make. Well, that's but, cool. So what was the experience like? I mean, that big old stage, the whole, you got to meet everybody and everything, but overall, the connections, what, how was it? Um, I can say the first the first time we walked into the soundstage, the studio where they shoot the show, Yeah, it was it blew my mind because it's like, I started calling it the Death Star because there's like this droning hum that goes on because there's probably... I would guess somewhere around 2,500 lights in the, you know, just moving lights and wow. and uh, parking and everything. And then they, it's just an incredible setup. The, the stage takes up two-thirds of the room that they shoot in. So most of that room is just a gigantic stage with lighting and production. And, I mean, it's, it, it took a month to set up that amount of production. That's how massive it is. So just... The first time we walked by that and looked backstage, I bet Tyler probably feels the same way. It just kind of gave your heart kind of a jump because they took us by it once when we were on our way to do, like, a, the interview day. Mm-hmm. That was the first time we saw the actual stage in the studio that they shoot the show in, and it was just almost it was almost overwhelming what you, know, what you were going into. You guys looked so good on stage. You did yeah. a wonderful job. I had... Tears in my eyes. I was watching you guys, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm crying." That's how proud I was. Oh, it was so man. neat. Wow. Yeah, Thank you. it was super. Yeah, we, it was super cool to see people we know. No, we know, no, not like oh, I kind of know those people. No, I know, know these people. Yeah, we see how hard you guys work. You know, you deserve it. Yeah, 
Oh, wow. Thank you. That, yeah. that means a lot. We felt so much support from, from not just like in South Dakota, but from like there were people in Colorado and people in Nebraska and just uh, everywhere. Iowa, around. Dakota. Yeah. In our South Dakota people out here in Western South Dakota, especially, I wanted to say thank you because the amount of support we got on social media and people texting us and emailing and just just saying they were behind us was was really important. It, it helped us because I mean it's it's one of those events where you need you want to feel the support that's behind you because it's like like I said it's it's kind of crazy how. Um, how you feel when you're out there. It's just nice to hear all the, all the people that are behind you. Yeah. And shout out to Steerfish. Uh, they are our number one, they're number one streamed town. So like most of our streams, not most of them, but, but a lot of them have come from Spearfish right now. So thank That's cool. you for the, the awesome support. Well, and it is kind of grueling, I suppose, because ultimately you're make it's a lot of fun. You're getting to hang out and have drinks, and the production's awesome. But when it all boils down, it's a competition. You know, you're all competing against each other in a way. And when that yeah. reality hits, it is nice to have that support. Definitely, it didn't feel like a competition until like they put up those jury results. You know, because mm-hmm. because we were all so friendly with each other for the whole week that we were there together it was like we're just putting on a show like it wasn't it was kind of like rally where like all the bands get to hang out and we're just all doing the same thing yeah um, but, but yeah it, it it definitely got real when uh when you're like oh yeah it's, this is it's called american song contest so for a reason <laughs> yeah. but and it's not over for you guys yet right like we can still fight for you is that true that's right that's right tell that's us how to best. do that the best way to support us is just stream that stream that single bad girl um we it's on spotify apple music i i have a funny story um i was doing some wedding planning yesterday and uh we we left the venue and we get in the car and bad girl was on the radio um and it just blew my mind i was like holy cow so i mean just listening to the song they're gonna look at you know how popular everyone's music has been since you know they were on the show and um if we can if we can really show them that you know our song is is worth coming back for then then we get a shot at getting back and showing our stuff i noticed on social media people are you know pushing us really hard and and it's starting to pick up momentum i know the album they they put together like they, they put together like the episode um out they call it an album from the episode and it's just all the songs from that from like our episode was 103 and for a while that was that was uh trending in the top albums in the country so that was kind of cool and then yeah. also the european support for like all the all the artists on american song contests have been really good so i know that was like number three in one of the scandinavian countries but uh yeah there's still there's still that opportunity to to support us by just by streaming the music, you know, streaming Bad Girl on Spotify or any other platform where you listen to your music. Okay, definitely will. Thank well, you. Well, good job, guys, and no matter how things shake out, we're super proud of you, and, and it's a good stepping stone to a, to a brighter future for sure. Hey, man, I love that. Thank you, Brandon. 
<laughs> yeah, thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Amy. Yeah, welcome yeah, home, guys. guys. Appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Love ya. We'll have a beer soon. Yeah. yeah, love you guys. All right, cheers. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Hey, it's Amy and Brandon. Time for our Tuesday Teacher Spotlight. I'm going to share a story that happened back in 2015. Okay. Okay, the six-year-old boy named Matthew Parker lived outside San Antonio, Texas. Only went to school a couple days a week because of kidney issues. The other days, he was on dialysis. So Matthew's kidneys started failing when he was just three weeks old. Can you imagine? So he got a transplant, but his body rejected it. And then at that point, his doctors said the odds of finding another kidney for him were about 1%. Oh, my. So a bunch of family members got tested. Nobody matched. But somebody finally tested and turned out to be perfect. Mm -hmm. His first grade teacher. Oh, my gosh. This woman's name is Lindsay Painter. And ironically, the school's principal put Matthew in her class because she thought they'd have a special connection. Aw. Turns out they really had a special connection. Wow, that's crazy. He's gotten used to his routine, but there's days that he is so exhausted and frustrated. He just captures your heart from the second you meet him. So when it came back that I was a match, it was shocking. It did take a while to wrap my head around it to think that, you know, I can do this, I can still live a normal life, and I get to make this amazing difference in Matthew's life. So got the transplant and everything, and recovered everything's fine now this kid is probably alive today because of his first grade teacher that is so crazy and we did a story recently about a teacher donating a kidney to a a child's parent right but not now now the actual student now the actual student in in one percent chance and who would have thought that the principal really kind of had a hand in this or did the angels right exactly had like a hand in, in putting this together because they may have not known each other they may have not she may have never went and gotten tested to see if she was a match because there was no connection there without being the teacher yeah that's just crazy now they share kidneys yeah that's really cool i remember all of my teachers you know you remember like things that they said to you and things that yeah. they taught you these guys are going to be friends for life That's pretty special. That is so cool. It takes a special person to be a teacher and an extra special person to do what this teacher did. Thank you, teachers. If you have a Tuesday Teacher Spotlight, you can text it to us, 605-389-3456. You can also leave a voicemail message at that number as well. We'd love to record you and have you on the show anytime. It's our Tuesday Teacher Spotlight. Thank you to all the teachers out there. It's a feel-good moment. Tori Yorgi, a reporter, got hit by a car while doing a live shot on the side of the road. She wasn't injured and even picked herself back up to continue the report. The station is in West Virginia. She gets sideswiped, gets right back up. She's also her own camera person at the location. They're not seeing any flakes, but wet roads, water main breaks. Hit by a car, but I'm okay. I just got hit by a car, but I'm okay, Tim. That's first um, I'm on okay. TV, Jory. Woo! We're all good. I'm okay. Yeah, you know, that's live TV for you. It's all good. I actually got hit by a car in college, too, just like that. Wow. I am so glad I'm okay. It's uh, one more sure day. Okay, We're good, Tim. Man, sure you okay? are so sweet and you are okay. It is all good. You know, it's my last week on the job, and I think this would happen. That woman was so nice, though. She didn't mean to. It was an accident. I know it was, and I'm okay. Everything's fine. She got back up off the ground after that 
and continued on with the story. If anybody has passion for their job, it's probably Tori. And maybe she should think about switching to reporting football. That's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.